0: This is Too Many Lawyers. I'm Royal Oaks. And I'm Connor Oaks. Two big questions on the docket, Connor. Number one, do red flag laws really work? They actually went for it, where a judge can take your guns away uh, if it looks like you're uh, a really bad guy. It worked in Florida, of all places. Topic number two, what's the deal with all the special counsel looking into misuse of confidential documents? Do we re- couldn't we save some tax dollars by just having one special counsel look at both Biden and Trump? Probably a bad think. idea. Probably a bad idea. And finally, at the end of the show, as always, the guess the verdict feature where Connor gets to uh, guess the outcome of a case today. The case of the world's ugliest union election. So let's get to topic number one, do red flag laws work? So in the wake of recent mass shootings, got very serious attention being paid, Connor to the idea of a national red flag law. We've got 19 states with various versions of the law, including California, Illinois, and Florida. The idea is to let people who have reason to believe a gun owner may be dangerous... They may file a petition in court asking a judge to hold a hearing to decide if a person's weapons should be confiscated. Gun rights advocates have pushed back on the idea. They say our ex-spouses and frenemies and busybodies are going to clutter up the courts with meritless petitions designed to deprive people of their Second Amendment rights. But supporters of the laws argue that in the last decade, thousands of shootings and suicides have been prevented as a result of court testimony, resulting in a removal of weapons from people. Deemed by the court to be a danger to themselves or others. And as I say, there's pressure on for Congress to adopt a red flag law that would apply in all 50 states. I mean, it seems like kind of a no brainer to give people, whether it's cops or spouses or friends, just people you bump into the chance to go to a court and say, hey, I don't want another Parkland. I don't want another Sandy Hook. I mean, from your personal experience, Connor, you spent some time at UC Santa Barbara, and there was a horrific shooting there years ago, which I think inspired California's red flag law.
1: Yeah. uh, In California, they're known as gun violence restraining orders, or GVROs, but they've got a different name in every state. Um, Big picture, yeah, it's a good idea. I think that having a process, however that process looks, Uh, where people can go to authorities and say, I think this person is a danger to themselves and others. That's uh, just as a framework, as an idea, is a good thing. And I think that's the sort of Common sense gun reform that literally everybody across the aisle should be able to think about and be reasonable about. But unfortunately, the polarization of the conversation and politics is such that it's a very much of a zero sum game. And anytime you have a, a, a guns rights uh, issue uh, the, where the guns' rights lose, um, the gun owners and the conservatives have to fight that. They have to fight that every single inch uh, and every single uh, step because they are telling the story that any and all regulation is uh, not allowed any and all regulation is a violation of the Second Amendment that is a consequence of in uh, this political polarization which I am a po- very polarizing guy like I get it I, I absolutely <laughs> that's my point is my thing is it's how I it's how I operate is that I am polarizing but the uh, you know the, the the polarization is a direct result of um the hardcore Second Amendment type saying, I'm sorry, but there just can't be a constitutional uh, a gun uh, uh, law that restricts people's right to bear arms because the right to bear arms is so sacrosanct. Yeah. It's and as yet, important as speech. The right?
0: hardest of the hardcore gun folks recognize that Charlie Manson and certain you know felony convictions right. and, and uh, domestic yeah. violence crimes— should preclude you from
1: getting a gun. True. And I think there is common ground to be found there, even with the most extremes, because you're right, when you say Charlie Manson, everybody goes, oh, yeah, I guess there should be a way for Charlie's uh, neighbors to report him. But at the end of the day, my opinion on red flag laws is they might be able to solve some problems. They're not going to solve Parkland. They're not going to solve any of these horrible crises because they require uh, bystanders to have advanced knowledge of these terrible upcoming circumstances and be able to go into a courtroom and try to take these guns away from somebody. The problem in America is the Instant accessibility of guns and a massive number of mass shooters, a massive number of murderers and people who commit suicide tragically are people who acquired weapons like in 24 or 48 hours before there's no time for a red flag law to be enacted the real problem needs to be you know waiting periods restrictions on gun ownership overall and background checks and just reducing the number of guns in the population which mathematically shows yeah. reduces the number of deaths period not just gun deaths but deaths overall people who can't don't have access to a weapon are unable to commit suicide and then later they realize oh yeah I'm glad I didn't do that
0: and we see your point in action in Fort Lauderdale Florida where the, you know they recently Recently passed a red flag law. And just uh, several weeks ago, a 17 year old uh, kid who had recently uh, attended a high school uh, sent a, an Instagram post saying to another student, I just might come to your school and kill everybody. Well, they went to the authorities and they took the guns away. And then a background check. Was done and it re- revealed that this guy who made the threat was facing 13 felony and two misdemeanor charges, Dear including Lord. robbery, carjacking, and battery, stemming from previous episodes. He'd received a diagnosis of s- a schizoaffective disorder, whatever that is, a condition in which patients experience psychotic symptoms, including hallucinations and delusions. Well, there's right. that what that is. So the question there is, you know, why would he have access to a gun in the first place? In the first right. place. Exactly right. On that, we agree. Hey, when we come back, we will address our second topic. What's the deal with all the special counsel looking into a misuse of confidential documents? But first, Connor's going to tell you how to rate and
1: subscribe to Too Many Lawyers. Yeah, check us out on your podcast platform of choice. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, uh, whichever one you use, uh, Check us out, and while you're there, leave us a review. Leave us a five star rating. Leave us a comment uh, that we will read and feel warm and fuzzy about because we love getting them, uh, and it really helps out the numbers. We like money too. Should we give an address for oh, checks absolutely? To checks Here, to be mailed. Here's my GoFundMe, Minneapolis,
0: to- Minnesota. That's all the address you need. Yeah,
1: exactly. All
2: right, we'll be right back. Are you in search of deeper meaning in your life? Longing to manifest your true desires and unlock your full potential? Look no further than Portal Mystico Podcast, your gateway to treasure trove of transformative tools, enlightening interviews, and enriching content. I'm your host, Elena Maggio, and it's my heartfelt desire to guide you on this extraordinary journey of self-discovery. And with every episode, I'm passionate about sharing and introducing you to new topics in self-development, metaphysics, astrology, the law of attraction, numerology, interviews that will eliminate your path and fuel your own personal growth. This podcast is your wellspring of inspiration dedicated to help you uncover your purpose with unwavering passion. Together, we'll dive deep into the fascinating topics and explore endless possibilities. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform.
0: This is Too Many Lawyers. I'm Royal Oaks. And I'm Conor So, question number two. What is the deal with all the special counsel looking into misuse of confidential documents? We've got a uh, uh, Republican-oriented assistant U.S. attorney type looking into Biden. And of course, that is uh, the decision by the Department of Justice in the Biden administration, picking somebody right of center to avoid the criticism of, oh, you picked a Democrat, and then he gave a big white whitewash. Right. This guy,
1: Robert Herr, is a Trump appointee, right? So there's the implication. Yeah, Plus he
0: cities. clerked for Scalia and Rehnquist. So right. he's got some pretty
1: uh, oh, good yeah. street cred Conservative on the right
0: side yeah. Yeah, of, yeah. of the spectrum. Uh And uh, similarly, uh you have the flip side in terms of the guy, uh, Jack Smith. Who is going against Trump. So, so first of all, I mean, what the heck is a special counsel? Uh, Biden's DOJ has appointed two of them now. Uh, it is a He is a semi-independent federal prosecutor. Uh, usually they're uh, Department of Justice attorneys that handle uh, cases. Uh, but sometimes uh, problems can arise because a DOJ lawyer reports to his or her boss, the attorney general, who reports to the president, who is the boss of the AG. And there may be a political interest in the the outcome of an investigation. So Department of Justice regulations allow the AG to appoint a special counsel if you have the appearance or the fact of a conflict of interest, or if there's some other public interest ground. So they have more autonomy, But, uh, you know, Connor, they don't have complete discretion. For example, if they want to indict somebody, they can recommend it, but the attorney general can step in and say, you know, I I really don't think that that's appropriate. They cannot be fired. They may not be fired, a special counsel, unless they actually commit misconduct. So you'd have to have a four-cause firing. At the end of the day, Connor, I mean, are people really going to trust a special counsel just because, oh, they were appointed to avoid the appearance of impropriety? They were appointed by politicians. Right. Aren't people going to just assume I think, that they're going to do what the, yeah. the, the folks
1: that appointed them uh, want think, them to do? I think Ken Starr uh, drove the concept of an independent investigator appointed to, to resolve one of these issues, drove it out into the desert and put two bullets in the back of its head. <laughs> no one is going to take a report on presidential misconduct seriously as anything but a partisan witch hunt uh, since uh, that debacle with Clinton uh, and his sexcapades. Uh, this. This is, yeah, but
0: uh, what un- if the evidence is really strong that either Biden or Trump really did violate the Espionage Act, which oh, sure. just
1: incredibly reckless, and as opposed I, to you know, saying it's a sexual witch hunt that's yeah, conducted yeah. by and, Ken Starr? And I will say... I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that, that given Trump and his demeanor and his handling of classified information uh, and uh, sensitive information, uh, apparently, reportedly Giuliani uh, admitted Trump told him, hey, take these classified documents you're not even supposed to see at, at any point. Take them home with you and take a look over, you know, as my lawyer. Uh, Does at, Giuliani
0: point- give him hair care advice, too? Because, <laughs> you know, if, if we see hair dye dripping down... right. Uh, Right. the ex-president's sideburns. I know he's, no, he's been listening to Julian He's much too
1: vain for that. And at the same time, I, I, I also have no doubt that it's a, a totally within uh, the realm of possibility uh, that, as it appears, uh, Biden was also mishandling uh, co- uh, classified information uh, by having it, it as in his home, in his personal library, in his garage, at this room at his institute. Uh, these are probably, uh, given what we know about Joe Biden himself and what we know about Donald Trump himself, uh, acts of uh, a very different scale and very different type. Can one see Donald Trump saying, I'm going to take these documents with me and maybe some Russian oligarch is going to pay a whole lot for him? Or, and can we say Joe Biden seeing, uh, see Joe Biden saying the same? Probably not. I'm not a big Joe Biden fan politically uh, on some fronts, uh, but I don't think he's that kind of person. But that is the sort of thing these, these counsel uh, have the power to investigate. And I think that Buy it. Distancing oneself in any way, Garland in this case, has actually insulated, right? He has actually insulated the uh, the the investigation uh, at least uh, by a step. And what more can he do but insulate it by at least a step? I mean, we can't criticize it. We can't say, but well, because special counsels are so tarred by the concept of a Ken Starr style political witch hunt, uh, therefore don't use them anymore. I mean, when it's appropriate, what you've got to do is appoint somebody who has a uh, more autonomy and can only be fired under certain circumstances so that people uh, trust that the outcome of their uh, their uh, investigations is not at the point of a gun where they say hey we'll just remove you if you don't say the thing that we want right that is not a bad concept it's not a bad idea in this case is it going to build public trust no i think that biden's mistake with these documents is unfortunately going to undermine uh, the reality that trump's mistake is almost certainly much much worse but Or intentional, I say mistake, (laughs) but perhaps intentional, who knows? But I mean, at the end of the day, is this going to change 2024's math? Is this going to change the electoral map? Are there any Biden fans out there who are going, oh my God, I thought I loved the guy, but instead he's got these confidential documents? And this is the same argument we were making about Trump before. Did anybody flip? Uh, on Trump because he had confidential yeah. documents? Well, Probably not. And we
0: don't have a crystal ball, so we don't know how oh, it's going to play out, <laughs> do you? Well, yeah. then shine it up and let us know, well, Nostradamus. It's plastic,
1: and I shake it, and it says, check back later, yeah. but it's still- it's a snow know. globe. Yeah.
0: The thing is, Republicans are- I was about to say literally uh salivating but but, but I don't say that cuz I don't literally I like to use it figuratively they are figuratively salivating sure. I don't know if you've li- you've probably listened to several hours of right wing talk radio today That's all probably, I do. yeah so you know that people like Dan Bongino and Sean Hannity and so on are saying that The documents in the the garage next to the Corvette are going to prove that Hunter and dad were really uh, making a mint off of Ukraine. And uh, I don't know that there's any basis for this. Speculation. Yeah, this, I mean, this political salivation
1: I, that they're going to and and Hillary uh, was was storing those documents for Biden uh, uh, in the basement of the pizza, pizza shop, parlor yeah. where the pedophiles well, hang we'll out. See.
0: Yeah, we shall see. Hey, when we come back, America's favorite guest show, guess the game show, guess the verdict. Connor is going to talk about the case of the world's ugliest union.
2: Are you in search of deeper meaning in your life? Longing to manifest your true desires and unlock your full potential? Look no further than Portal Mystico Podcast, your gateway to treasure trove of transformative tools, enlightening interviews, and enriching content. I'm your host, Elena Maggio, and it's my heartfelt desire to guide you on this extraordinary journey of self-discovery. And with every episode, I'm passionate about sharing and introducing you to new topics in self-development, metaphysics, astrology, the law of attraction, numerology, interviews that will eliminate your path and fuel your own personal growth. This podcast is your wellspring of inspiration dedicated to help you uncover your purpose with unwavering passion. Together, we'll dive deep into the fascinating topics and explore endless possibilities. Listen to Portal Mystico on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite platform.
0: Elections will stick with us. This is Too Many Lawyers. I'm Roy Lopes, and I'm Connor. Oaks. All right, it's time to play the game. Uh, guess the verdict, Connor. The uh, case today is of the world's ugliest union election. Shall we go to Boston, Massachusetts? Let's do it. All right, David Heller is supporting an incumbent in a union election. Mr. Heller is sort of morally challenged here. He took photos Uh-oh. of the incumbent's opponent. Okay. Uh, a 60-year-old woman named Sylvia Smith-Bowman. Even though we're giving three names to her, she's not a, not senior, a serial, serial killer. Not a serial killer, usually. She's just a union member. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, oh, is union that just member, bad, serial huh? killer? I don't know. See, this
1: is where the-, the Toss the, up. The, toss up. The fundamental disagreement politically <laughs> now arises. Even as just the verdict, I thought this was a safe space.
0: So here's this David Heller guy who wants the incumbent to win. He wants okay. Sylvia to lose. Right. And what does Heller do? He takes pictures of Sylvia um, and superimposes no. her face on the pictures of two naked women. Oh. He then posted the picture. Okay. At Ms. Bowman Sylvia's workplace, wow. this is a weird, unorthodox yeah, a way bit, bit. to sneakily win an election. Yeah, I yeah. would think so. Naturally, uh, Ms. Bowman Sylvia Bowman sued Heller for infliction of emotional distress <sighs> too. and sexual harassment sure. because you know she didn't like the fact. I, I don't know anything about uh, the, the rest of, of the bodies. You know, the naked women. We, we don't. We can only speculate yeah. whether this was Playboy or or something else. But she was not happy, and she sued. Naturally. He defends his actions on First Amendment grounds. Oh, good argument! We're buddy. in America, aren't we?
1: We're not in Russia. I, I thought should... this
0: was a free country. Yeah. So, uh, how do you think this uh, Titanic Man, trial? This is uh, good stuff. <laughs> people will turn.
1: People will turn any conflict into a knockdown, dragout battle for the soul of a nation. I mean, good God, how how can you possibly lose perspective to such a degree that you think that this conflict over, you know, being a union rep or whatever is worth <laughs> destroying your life? Like, what are you doing? Destroying your reputation? Destro- to say course, nothing
0: of Sylvia's life.
1: <laughs> right. Of course the guy goes down. I mean, not only is it, uh, you know, sexual harassment because they're images of a sexual nature and he's posting up for, for, her face on it. Uh, not only is it intentional infliction, not just negligent infliction of emotional distress, but intentional. I mean, what else but this, you know, <laughs> it, emotional it's distress? It's hard to chalk that up to an accident. Yeah, what else could it be, yeah. you know, but intentional infliction? I meant to
0: put your face on the on the bodies of Dolly Madison right. and Martha Washington, right. and there
1: was a mix-up at the plant. Yeah, exactly, exactly, where they are members of a union at the plant, of course. Yeah. And then finally, I mean, th- there's also false light invasion of privacy. I mean, you've got, uh, you're you're putting somebody's face on a naked body, uh, in and, and, and implying that they're in compromising sexual situations of one form or another, whatever those uh, 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 situations are, you're implying something to, with that, right? You, didn't, you don't just put that on there to lampoon them at, in a vacuum. You are saying, hey, I think they are a sexual deviant or something, or whatever you're trying to convey with these, with these gross images. So there's all this going on and, and obviously the guy is going to, I mean, he's going to go down in flames. It's, it's, hor- it's horrifying. Uh, and It just blows my mind that people can be this self-destructive. I
0: understand it can be painful to be lampooned in a vacuum. Yes.
1: it's absolutely. never happened to me, no, but, no, but I've course.
0: heard stories. Yeah, yeah. All right, so your guess is that uh, Sylvia's going to win and uh, Mr. Heller's going down.
1: Yeah, First You're Amendment. You're absolutely right. First Amendment, buddy. Really, that's the best you've come up with? Yeah, well, You really? he
0: probably needed a, a good lawyer. You sure did. my cousin Vinny. I'll give him my number. Uh, judge uh, set the amount of damages at $35,000, noting that workplaces are not Public sidewalks. Now, I don't quite get that because Ooh. it's it implies that well, it's okay to
1: do what Heller uh, did on the sidewalk. Yeah,
0: What's the rationale here? Yeah,
1: that's a bad that's a bad uh, precedent to set. You don't want to write that uh, haphazardly in a judicial opinion and and then have somebody else read that years later and think about. It. I mean, judge, obviously, trial court uh, is not binding precedent. That isn't going to hold uh, be used in the Supreme Court, but it's still people still read it people still like us talk about it and think wait what the heck is he saying
0: uh, we've kind of expanded our scope here kind of we're proving not only we have too many lawyers but too many judges oh yeah oh yeah yeah everybody can agree on that because everybody's lost every once in a while (laughs) all right we've done it two big topics and guess the verdict Uh, everybody have a great week we'll see you next time on too many lawyers